All right. Now, what's all fired great about your fancy pants leader? The leader knows all and sees all. Ooh, well, that is impressive. And he's going to take us to a wonderful new planet. Oh, this leader, he sounds like a grand fella. Wooly, I'm not sure we're making any headway here. Would you shut up, woman? He's talking about my leader. Uh, maybe we should take a little break rooney huh? Anyone like a draft beer? Beer? Would you like a tall, frosty one, Homer? No, must resist temptation. Go ahead, give in. Beer, beer. Ooh, these cotton polyplants are so comfortable. Go on, Homer. Our commandments clearly state that beer is all right. Try some. Homer, you don't have to go with them. But I want to go. Well, I would say the matter is settled. You know, I pride myself on being a good host, so I'm obliged to offer you a beer. But I'm so darn mad, it's gonna be mostly head. Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount. This week we're here to review The Joy of Sect. I am Dando. I am Mitch. I'm a little concerned. With what? I haven't done any tests for the levels. You just got me straight into it because we're filming this well, for put the, the first headphones time. On. What's that? Put your headphones on. Okay, I will. Just for a second. Just check. But I'm sure it's fine. I hope so. I'll plug them in. Okay. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> because what are we doing for the very first time, Mitch? You've put a Sony action cam because, I don't know, presumably by calling it an action cam, there's some chance of this looking like there's actual action. Alrighty, we're here to review The Joy of Sect, aren't we, Mitch? Now, this is an episode that I didn't find as funny as I thought I would. Still really, really good. Really? Yeah, it's... You never do when they sort of take aim of a, like a political thing or, in this case, organised religion and that sort of stuff. Like, I, just re- I remember enjoying this a lot more as a kid. Mm. Is know. that because the chants were enough to get you across the line the as a kid? The, and the leader, leader is beats? great, the leader yeah. is good, or whatever it is, yeah. So, opposite for me, this was one where there's been a few through season nine where I'm like, yeah, I don't really remember it. I watched it when it came out and never watched it since. I actually don't think I have rewatched this episode many times, but it did stand out in my memory a lot more. And I think that it's as good a kind of skewering of uh, not just cults, but cult mentality or groupthink mentality. And, you know, they take aim at religion as much as they take aim at the wackier version of a cult in this you know, the Hare Krishnas, this is a crazy person. Or the fact that the Catholic Church is really just trying to, in this case, Reverend Lovejoy in the Catholic Church, but they're just trying to do exactly the same as what the movementarians yeah. are. They're just trying to get money off people. Like, that's all, in in terms of what this episode is saying, it's largely that that's all religion is. It's a very bold episode. Massively so. Yeah. Like, they, I read a really good piece. I think it was a vanity no, it was a, an article on the AV Club, and it was a really great opinion piece on how this is uh, every bit as risky as South Park trapped in the closet. Mm. Yeah, it was called. Trapped in the closet. I believe that's what it's called. I think yeah. that was what it's called. But anyway, the one where Tom Cruise is stuck in the closet. And he... Didn't they try to shut it down? 
the Scientology? Yeah, I mean, Scientologists are super, super litigious. Uh, But this went to air at a time where that hadn't been as common in pop culture and they they were really one of the first ones to come across and take a stab at them to the point that... And the writer of the article didn't know this and I didn't know this until researching this episode for this review that they had based the leader, the look of the leader off L. Ron Mm. Hubbard. I had no idea that that was the case. I just thought it was one of those semi-unspoken things but no like they really made it blatant in some aspects not that it's only a scientology parody though it is very it isn't it isn't though like they do just tackle organized religions but it is basically a scientology piss take it's them it's also without actually saying the word scientology it's also heaven's gate you would have yeah, done a little bit of reading about uh, that suicide yeah yeah and they had to tweak some aspects of the script because the they started working on this before that yeah, mass suicide hmm. yeah and they they then that happened and I thought, well, we need to change some things because there were some real eerie similarities, completely accidental, that would have looked in poor taste in hindsight. Didn't they think they were going to go on a spaceship to another side of a comet or something? Uh, yeah, the Halibot Comet was... There was a spaceship hiding in the tail of the Halibot Comet. That's sad. Mm. And poor then you've people. got Jim Jones Massacre and all that sort of thing. Like, there's There's yeah. a lot of history when it comes to this but i think we were talking in an episode a little while ago it doesn't seem to happen anymore like name Not a that cult. you know of no but surely in this day and age if there was one out there we would know about it you can't take a piss without a satellite image of it these days are people just too wise because to i do all my pissing on mars i guess it was easier to what? that doesn't make sense the word, the word brainwash is being used loosely here but i guess it was easier to brainwash people before the the Ear of the internet? I, I'd almost go the opposite. I think it'd be easier to brainwash them now. Yeah. The whole fake news and that sort of stuff in the, like... Okay, so I say that. I don't like that fake news has become a term, but the legitimately fake stuff that was published in the lead-up to the election that through social media and memes and that sort of stuff, you can spread disinformation so quickly these days. And I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't want to put a percentage on it, but I think the vast... Even if it's not a majority, I think a hell of a lot of people out there are not good at fact-checking. People are a lot more sceptical now, though. Some are. People that know to be sceptical are. People that don't believe even more. And you get stuck in that uh, positive feedback loop where I believe this, so I share this, and then I see more people share it, so it becomes more true. Well, we have told that. Well, I've told that story at that time the guy came to this house to fix the washing machine and he tried to tell us that the royal family... Oh, the lizard people. Yes. Yeah, you had a lizard children. man in here. <laughs> it was not good at all. I was yeah. scared. Yeah. He thought that the other side of the moon, the dark side of the moon, was where the, the aliens live and that the moon is actually a prison. Not no, 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 sorry, sorry. Earth is a prison and they watch us from the dark side of the moon. That's why you can't see the dark side of the moon because that's where they are. No, that's just because the sun's on the other side. <laughs> if Earth's a prison, it's not an overly high security one. No. I can go wherever I want. I just need a passport. I mean, you can't leave Earth. Earth itself is the prison. But Neil left Earth. How'd that work out for him? He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Came back. <laughs> I read a story recently. Sorry to just um, go off topic. Did you have a story about the dog that was the first dog to go into space? So, just picturing Andy Dufresne training to become an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> That's his 40-year plan to get out of Shawshank Earth. Uh, now, with uh, Joy of Set, Homer in this episode, I thought was once again written perfectly. Mm-hmm. I think he was dumb where he wasn't too dumb. Yep. And he got the um, redemption at the end where he 
pretended like he was still possessed, not possessed, uh, brainwashed. Yeah. And then actually the big reveal, it is a really funny moment though where he goes, one hell of a spaceship. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the best part about that though is when the Reverend throws his collar on the ground. Yeah. He's the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> Lovejoy gets some of my favorite moments in this yeah. episode. He's really, really good. I loved one of the things I loved about it was that we got interactions between Willie and Reverend, which I don't think we've got before, and they were great. Not that I can think of. Certainly not in like a large, uh, not a large amount of screen time. Yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was something like Spaghetti Armed Choir Boy or something called Noodle Armed Choir Boy. Yes. <laughs> uh, what Mr. Were you Kilt. Mr. Kilt. <laughs> <laughs> How good was that? I love seeing Reverend have some sass to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty excellent. <laughs> even even referring to like kissing his collar after he picks it back. Yeah, come um, back to Papa, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I was really surprised that this episode came so late. I've always mm. seen this as like a, it, this could fit into like season five, six, don't you think? Yeah, I think easily, almost. You could go earlier. Like I, I could see this. It's a very Marge versus the Monorail kind of story. It is a little it's bit wacky. I, I was going to say that this could almost fit into a season three alongside Radio Bart. That there's some sim- like there's parallels that you could draw along, mm-hmm. you know, um, group mentality, people having the wool pulled over their eyes, all that sort of thing. I think that there are similarities. What what early early Simpsons uh, like where it does stand out is like the absurdity, like you know, Marge being chased by the giant bubble and that sort of stuff. They couldn't yeah. that would have felt out of place in the early seasons because they never did that kind of thing yeah that it's a the post monorail maybe yeah there's a couple post monorail jokes that uh that it would fit in with but but largely the main themes of it are very early core simpsons another good uh marge appearance here as well it is um so in that article that i was talking about i should have written down the author because they had some really excellent points Mm. they were talking about how what this episode does is take marge where normally marge is a character that the writers struggle to write compelling stories for yeah. because Marge doesn't want much. She's very content with life. Yeah. She, but, she knows what she wants and she... Yeah. yeah. So what they do here is turn that from being a negative into a positive by having Marge as the person that is the most comfortable with herself. Therefore, she's the one that doesn't get brainwashed. I because think she's not the same article, yeah, actually. She's yeah. not searching for anything else. And oh. That was a really, really cool thing. And, and the more I thought about it, the more that they were right in that they nail every character and the way they change. Like, but... Bart's changed easily. That's a really funny joke when you get the little bastard brainwashing kit. Do you actually see Lisa get brainwashed or is it just that she wants good grades so she just succumbs? She wants good grades so she succumbs, Mm. but it kind of happens off screen. But it's also a believable way that it would happen for Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. It was also, um, was it Maggie? And that's a data reference with Barney. Remember as a kid, Barney was everywhere. Barney was everywhere, to my chagrin. You didn't like him? No. He was one big happy family. Yeah, even... Even as an eight-year-old, I thought that was a bit too schmaltzy. Oh, I think it was like earlier. I think like six when he was a thing. Wasn't probably, it? probably was. I remember waking up. The Barney that... movie came out when I was a bit older. Was there a Barney movie? Yeah, I think I was double digits. Well, I don't even remember that. Mm. Why were we watching shit like that as kids? I wasn't. <laughs> I was just aware that it was around. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, I was. You know, I was reading Moby Dick and watching. You were not. I was watching you Les were Mis not. on repeat. Now I do like the end of this how we don't actually see I was watching Armageddon and there's a scene in Armageddon where they read Moby Dick uh, Deep Impact sorry there's a scene in Deep Impact not Armageddon <laughs> there's a scene in Deep Impact where Robert Duvall reads Moby Dick <laughs> I uh, I posted on the Facebook group and the patrons mm-hmm. um, asking for hypotheticals because I liked the ending of oh yeah I was going to save that for the mailbag though. yeah I'm going to I just, thought, yeah. I just liked the ending in the sense that it didn't show you what happened to the leader just left it open to you 
What do you think happened to him before we um, later in the before episode, we let theirs? Yeah, later in the episode we'll get to the hypotheticals everyone mm-hmm. else came up with. What did you? What do you think happened to the? I leader? like to think that he just walked. He walked off Cletus's property. He knew that he was beat. Yeah, caught a greyhound to, I don't know, somewhere middle America. Caught a what? A greyhound, a bus, oh, okay, long, yeah, long yeah, distance yeah, yeah, bus yeah, yeah, line yeah, yeah. in America. I'm taking a greyhound. Uh, That's now on camera. It is on Sing camera. To the camera. No. You need to acknowledge the camera. I looked at it once or twice. Now, I was going to ask you, what is your favourite moment from the episode? So, my favourite moment from the episode is... And there were a few to try to choose from here. M- mine was the interaction between Willie and Reverend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, specifically the, the, the noodle the one? The noodle arm choir boy, yeah. yeah. That's pretty fantastic. Mine was Reverend about to do an insurance job on the church. Oh, yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that line. Oh, I never thought I'd be doing this again. Oh, so good. <laughs> so excellent. Reverend is one of the stars in this episode. Yeah. By far. Yeah, he is. Uh, but yeah, like that was one of those ones where the joke was funny already. And sometimes when they throw the line in, it's it's gilding the lily. But that line just nailed it. It was, again, single word. Elevated that to a next level. You said this could have been a 93, 94 episode. Do you think this is something that Fox would have allowed them to tackle when The Simpsons was at the peak of its powers? Because by this point, they're still a popular show, but they're not the most watched show. Bill Zivin said, Bill Oakley Zivin said that Fox didn't even care anymore. Would they have um, gotten away with this when Fox were paying attention? Were Fox ever paying that much attention though? Like they uh, yeah. had carte blanche yeah. to do whatever they wanted no I feel like Scientology if anything around religion it was like Scientology they would have been because Scientology is just like they're at your throat especially like that's why they, they had the lawyers and stuff do you think they would have just gone look it's just not worth the hassle because they're going to come at us with the lawyers maybe it's possible but I mean or maybe there's people at Fox that are Scientologists but the other aspect of it is when they were at their peak they would have been making more money so there would have been more to go around to pay the lawyers if they needed to are we going to get in trouble on this podcast if we make fun of Scientology no probably <laughs> If you met a Scientologist, what would you ask them? Like, what would you want to know? Nothing. I don't really care, to be honest. Like, it's all believing in made-up stuff in the sky to me. Like, yeah. and I don't mean that to be like a disparaging thing. If you're religious, that's fine. Believe what you want. Yeah, absolutely, no issues with that. I'm never going to try to convince someone otherwise. But to me, any one religion is no crazier or more sane or sensible than the other. Like, they're all, they're all magic. At the magic. end of the day, <laughs> every religion boils down to oh, believing. Whoa, whoa, the magic. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, okay, so you believe that we're going to go off to a, another planet. Spirit in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you believe we're going to go to another planet and that Earth was seeded by alien life? Fine. How is that any. What about the dude that believes that the royal people are lizard people? Is he allowed to believe that then? That's not so much a religion. That's a. Are you sure? Yeah, no, that's um, a conspiracy theory. Yeah. And no, that's stupid <laughs> because they're real people on real Earth. Like, yeah. you're believing about shit that happens in space or you're believing in heaven and hell, which may as well be the same thing. It's this unattainable area that you're never going to see, you can never disprove, and that's why you believe in it, and that's fine. But I mean, it's pretty easy to disprove that Prince William is not a lizard because. Have you ever His seen name's him? William and he's got a human face. Have you ever seen him behind closed doors? Uh, no, but yeah, I'm you know pretty Megan sure... Baby's not a baby lizard. Well, I haven't seen photos yet. Yeah, exactly. It's every chance. They're covering up the lizard yeah. aspect. You know yeah. how I know? Because he, he wasn't fucking hatched. <laughs> he was born. From this day forward, your names will be... New names. Did you ask the patrons this week for yeah, some I did. new names? Um, do you want to kick off with yours first or do you want to save it to the end? Uh, do you want to think of one? 
I did think of one. Did you think of one? Yeah. Yeah. Which also requires a little bit of singing, actually. But we'll go through the Patreons one. Purple Drape style? (laughs) Pat Wright. Sect Cauldron. That's good. So this is pretty good. Trent Robinson. This is the origin story of how it was closed down. (laughs) Jason Charles is leading the likes, I believe, with cult fiction. That's... Better than Joy of Sex. Yeah. Joy-, <laughs> Joy of Sex, by the way, taking the piss of... Not taking the piss, but a um, reference to Joy of Sex. The book. Yes. Yeah. Keith Nedham has uh, requested that I not read any more after that. <laughs> it was basically... <laughs> cult fiction's the best. Yeah, That's cult amazing. fiction's pretty great. Brennan Quinn's asked me to sing Movementarian on Up to the tune of the Jeffersons. Now, I don't know the Jeffersons intro and I forgot to look it up, so I can't do that. Chris Earl, Gruel Intentions. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Cruel Intentions was a movie I really liked as a kid. I have not watched it for probably 15 yeah, years. I think I know why. I can't remember why I liked I mean, it. Sarah Michelle Geller and Reese Witherspoon. Being all... Yeah. Row, row. Oh, okay. Mm. And really good use of the Counting Crows colorblind in a sex scene. That's that's the one thing that I remember <laughs> from it. <laughs> it's a sex scene without boobs, so I was paying attention to the music. Yeah. It's one of those like from the shoulders up sex scenes. <laughs> this isn't too bad. Uh, David Hamish Abbott-Smith. Um, like, if I, I, I'm going to put a request out there. If you're going to send me musical ones, try to, you know, shift enter and give me the different lines so I kind of know what the meter is. But he helped at the end of it. When I find myself leaving the movement, encasing orb it comes to me. <laughs> Simpsons in the compound, leader beans. That works. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Which puts mine to shame. And now I have to sing two in a row, which is a little bit disappointing. What's yours? And then I saw his faith. Now I'm his new leader. That's actually really good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm his new leader, though. Yeah, well, it's sung from the perspective of the leader. Then I saw his faith. I saw his faith in me. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Thank you. Probably the best thing you've done on the podcast as well. I th- I actually thought my John Lennon was slightly better, but I did that, I did get into oh, that a little bit. Mitch. Oh, Mitch. No, I know you love Lennon. No, no, no. no, no. Paul McCartney sings that song. Oh, Mitch. Oh, mm. Mitch. <laughs> well, I did it in the tune of Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were doing it. I was like, do I try and... No, it's just because I don't have... I, I mean, I know Paul McCartney. Obviously, everyone knows that Paul McCartney sang Let It Be. Dando, I'm not a fool. But I can't do McCartney. <laughs> so I had to tweak it. Oh, man. Anyway. I could, do you want me to do it as Bob Dylan? Make, make, make up for it. As when purple. I found myself in time to travel. <laughs> make up some purple drapes. Give us a purple drapes and send them home happy. No, no. Well, you've, you've got Can the you clip. do Bob Dylan singing purple drapes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do purple drapes go again? Purple drapes, purple drapes. Purple drapes. No. <laughs> I can't. And people watch it's not a song. Saw your mouth go. Ugh. Well, that's how you do Dylan. Before you do Dylan, you have like a twitch. Yeah, it's you've great. got to you've got to like cock your jaw to do Dylan. <laughs> you cock it, and then it just goes back to where it was. It was just an unnecessary movement. Marge Simpson's trying to sell the murder house. <laughs> Sorry. That was Hurricane. <laughs> oh man. So what are we doing? The joy of sex. Yeah. <laughs> Some point. Trivia. What else do we do? Trivia. trivia. We do yeah. trivia. Next question. You there, eating the paste. My first question All right. is, when was the last accident at the airport? Oh, two days ago? I just said last Tuesday. Ah, uh, yeah. maybe that's why I had 
Two. Oh, this feels like it would have started on a Thursday, this episode, so I'll give you the, the point. Yeah, okay. How many Fabergé eggs were in the suitcase? Five? Sixteen. Sixteen? Four rows of four. Oh, wow. Okay. What's the deal about Fabergé eggs? Cause That's were, a good question. They were in a movie that I was watching. I uh, watched, oh, it's called Game... It's got the dude from... Game Alice, Night. Game Night. That's Richard a Maryland. quality movie. It's, it's, really it's really fucking funny. funny. Yeah. yeah, a couple of moments that make you roll your eyes, but yeah. just it's funny. It, it was like I watched the trailer and thought, that could go one of two ways. They've either put all the funny things in the trailer, or or it's going to be better than I expected. And it was way better. One of the one of the better studio decent budget comedies I've seen in a long time. Yeah, how good was the dude from um, Breaking Bad? Uh, Jesse Plemons so, yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Hey, Google, what's the deal with Fabergé eggs? What's the deal with eggs? Fabergé eggs, all you need to know from awesome. the Telegraph. Does it actually work when you do that? <laughs> uh, ooh, they do look pretty impressive in real life. It's a piece of decorative art created in the house of Fabergé, a jewellery company founded in 1842 in Russia. Usually they contain a tiny surprise, much like a kinder chocolate. Yeah. The most elab or a yowie for a period of time. Oh. They invariably cost at least one million pounds. What? But do you not know what's inside? Is that the whole? The, I don't know. Uh, but the most elaborate included a bejeweled clockwork toy, even a miniature train within the highly detailed decorative shell. Are they like an expensive lucky dip? So you just keep. I think for a million pounds, you know what's going to be inside of it. But how do you know if you don't open it? They could tell you anything that's inside of it. But well, maybe they open it for you. But isn't it? How do they get the things in there? Do they, do they have to seal them up? I'm assuming... Oh, I think it's... It's just like a screw top, is it? Or... Well, it's probably... It's on a hinge. Like Terrence and Philip. Hello, a Fabergé egg. It doesn't go in to say what they're actually made of. I would like to know that. But holy hell. In 2004, Victor Vickelsberg, an oil... Like a rich guy. An oil and gas tycoon, paid $100 million for nine imperial eggs. Imagine being a tycoon. It'd just be fantastic. Joan Rivers used to collect them. Being but able there's, to buy whatever you want. There's a photo here. And then throw it out and then buy it again. Like, clearly they're made of incredible things. And this is slightly low res. But look at the detail on that. Like, there's craftsmanship. There's a lot that's going into that thing. Now, I'm not saying that yeah, I would... Yeah, not a million pounds worth. No, no, I'm not saying that I would spend my million pounds on a Fabergé egg. Again. I'll tell you when I had enough. <laughs> What was inside Bleeding Gums Murphy's eggs? It looked like alcohol, didn't it? No, it was just... I did, uh, maybe it's blood from smashing it. Oh. Oh, that just took a dark turn. Yeah. Well, he was drinking out of them. No, he was drinking... I think he was... I don't even think he was drinking. I think it was just implied because he looked He looked and sounded drunk. Okay, fair enough. Uh, how long was the video that they watched? They're super rare as well. Sorry, there's a, a list of them. The video was six hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually made me wonder. I was like... I got to the end of that. I was like... Has Marvel brainwashed us? <laughs> the movie's not as good as I think. It's just that I've spent 45 hours in the cinema. Eh, it's not as good as you think it is. Yes, it is. Marvel's excellent. My second question, as I try to find it. Uh, name four of the people that are at the intervention for Homer. Like the 360-degree feedback. Oh, it, Mo is one. Mo is one. Um, Sideshow Mel. Mm, that's an interesting one. Was Sideshow Mel there? Pretty sure he was. So, white shot. Yes, Sideshow Mel was there. Um, Otto and Barney. 
Yes, good. I would have also accepted Principal Skinner, Manjula, Apu. Manjula? I know she tried to leave. Luann Van Houten is there. Van Houten. Van Houten. And hmm, Otto. Did you say Otto? Yes. And I've forgotten her name. What does she look like? Um, Describe it to me in three words. Homewrecker, Marge friend. Ruth Powers, you mean? Is that Ruth? Give me a look. That's Ruth Powers. Yeah. I didn't realize there were so many people. Now, I don't know if Ruth is a home record, by the way. But I know. She just, I, I, it just seems like she would be one. But it just worked. Yeah. Like, which, I understood. We'd yeah. be good at charades. Yes. Oh, what's, what's the game? Uh, Pictionary? Uh, the, yeah, we, Pictionary, where you have to draw it. Yeah, like Dignity? Yeah. <laughs> which was also played on game night. It was, yeah. yeah. I love that sequence where they're just smashing yeah. games out of the park. Really, really good. My final question. How much do the power power plant pay in taxes per year? $3. $3 is correct. My um, final question. How many bags of money did the leader get away with? Oh, this is going to be a guess. I'm going to say 12. I'm going to say three per corner or is it two One, per two, corner? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 or 15. Oh, okay, damn. They were in sort of bundles of three though. Yeah, so I like I liked your thinking. Yeah. All right. Nearly done. got it. They're all done. Now, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the, the battery charge of our recorder here. It's got one bar left. What Do were we... you doing in the 40 minutes? What? <laughs> Do we take the risk? How long does one bar go for? I know you tell me. I don't know. Well, keep your eye on it. <laughs> I'll keep my eye on it. Because I'm not re-recording anything. <laughs> oh, man. The, all right. The, the episode original, kicks off. The original right. air original date was air February 8th, 1998. Uh, and the chopboard gag shooting paintballs is not in art form. And the couch gag is tiny versions of the Simpsons that are climbing onto the couch and eventually Homer gets taken away by Santa's little helper. Kicks off at the airport, doesn't it, Mitch? Yeah, uh, Homer is allowed Bart to get out of school to welcome the championship team back into Springfield. Losers, but you don't know As that it yet. turns out, you don't know that yeah. yet. You think that it's going to be a welcome home party. Uh, but instead, we get one of the better Springfield riots, although in lieu of the recent tragedy in Russia, a hard one to watch this week. What? Plane being flipped around. Oh, yeah. Landing on fire. And yeah. yeah it was, way oh, to go, oh, Mitch. Oh. Jesus. Er. Anyway, uh, I did like the way that they took the piss out of the different people trying to preach to them. This is a crazy mm. person. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> um, the only thing about... I, I think only Homer's the character, uh, Homer's the only character that can get away with talking like that about it. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Apart from stand-up comedians on stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Homer's the only person in this environment that yes. can do that and still be loved the only thing that's not wrong with this sequence but flying high just nailed it mm. and it just doesn't quite live up to how well that that did you know sometimes you watch something and you're like it's funny but i've seen someone do it much funnier yeah in flying high slash airplane for people from other countries uh, they have people that are collecting for donations to the church of the religious consciousness and one guy just gets punched flat in the head when he comes up at a really bad moment. Um, but then towards the third act of the movie, uh, there's a character that goes through and just cuts a sway through all of them, just beats the absolute shit out of every person that comes up to them. It's like this massive choreographed fight with you know, Hare Krishnas and Buddhists and the religious consciousness people and all that sort of thing. It's, it's just... doesn't The way I describe that doesn't sound like much, but watching it unfold on film, amazing. <laughs> I'm just like I'm waiting for like the, the punchline here or there. Yeah, no, he just the punchline is just that all these very it's like he's friendly the, he's people. The one. It's just the guy. It's the fact that 
everyone has been annoyed by someone uh, like, you know, and it doesn't have to be a religion thing, just by someone asking you for donations or asking you for something. And it was, it's almost like Michael Douglas in Falling Down. It's the one guy that's decided, I've had enough. <laughs> and on behalf of society. That's so great, isn't it? This is what I'm doing. Car? In Falling Down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stuck in traffic and just goes, where are you going? Home. Yeah. <laughs> We've all wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen Falling Down, I cannot recommend a movie more highly. Like, Well, you can, but it's a good movie. There'll be a good portion of time that you'll be going, what is this that I'm watching? And then Just there'll be a good it. portion of time where you're <laughs> punching in the air going, fucking right on, yeah. Michael Douglas. <laughs> you're right. They should keep serving breakfast after 10.30. <laughs> and they do now. Yes, they do, because he took an Uzi to the fucking restaurant. <laughs> Do you think they could film a movie now, keep it interesting, have it all just in a traffic jam? Ooh. The entire movie is just interaction between different cars in a traffic jam. Um, for, a, for a movie. They've done it for different sitcoms, but the for right, a movie? The right people could do that, yeah. Because Seinfeld did it, Married with Children have yeah, done it. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Reynolds made a movie where he's just in, in a, a coffin yeah. for the entire movie. Oh, that movie. Don't remind me of it. Yeah, I really Good, like. good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Scare me. What an ending. Oh, man. Without spoiling. Oh, it's Wow. That's one of my favorite endings ever. They went there. It's like The Mist. It is like The Mist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so... Well, okay. We spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't end well. <laughs> oh, man. There's really no need to watch the movie now for anybody. <laughs> no, there is. R- Reynolds' performance is still excellent. I, on the video, I'll have spoiler coming. Spoiler <laughs> coming. Spoiler coming. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the bullies are stealing... Luggage and this sort of stuff, whatever. Carousel. Yep, just um, punching the just an excuse to punch him. Mole man, amazing. In the was it in the only um only, just Crichton and King, just Crichton store. and King. That's right. Uh, Crichton, Jurassic Park, Crichton, Park, yeah, Jurassic sorry. Park, and uh, the Andromeda Strain and that sort of thing. And yeah, Stephen King, King Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything by Robert Ludlum? <laughs> so Get out. Good. Poor <laughs> <Well>, Mole man. <laughs> I was going to ask you, when they rocked up to the airport to meet the team, have you ever done that? Or is this something you feel like you would ever do? Like, if you ever had a child oh. or had, like, a little nephew or whatever, take Hawthorne's just on the championship. Like a ticker tape parade or something? Yeah. I never have. Maybe grand- if I had a kid, I might take him to the grand final parade or something like that. Mm. But, like, but as an adult, no. I it's more like post-win. Mm. You'd be more inclined to maybe do it because you're like, I don't know, until they win it, you're like, I'm not supporting you. <laughs> Right, my love. right now you're Schrodinger's footballers yeah. You're both winners and losers <laughs> At the same time No, I don't really I mean, I get it. it It doesn't help that I support a team Where if I want to go to their premiership day I've got to drive about an hour and ten minutes To be mm. able to, or well, longer To get out to Glenferry So the family days and all that sort of stuff If they were closer, I would probably go It's just a pain in the ass I feel like a parade before the game Would be more of a nuisance to the players Nuisance. They don't want to be sitting in the back of a car. Double O since. Yeah, they don't want to be sitting in the back of a car. No. Doing a parade. Like, they haven't won anything yet. Yeah. Just let them prepare for the game. Do you ever hear the story about Sam Mitchell's kid when Hawthorne had their three peak? No. His kids were really, really young. So. Local reference. Drinking game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, His kids were really, really young. So, in all of their remembered life, they just went to the parade on grand final day. So, like 2016, the first year that Hawthorne aren't playing, they, they're like, Dad, when do we get to go in the yeah. car? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys of having a successful father. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so the kids, uh, the bullies, I should say, have the eggs. Um, they find a liver transplant. It's kind of sad. 
someone's now going to die because yeah, that's true. Stolen liver. Yep. I won't really, be Barney though. The, the, this I was just like, it was just silly to me. Yeah. I like to poo in awe. You magnificent bastard. Yeah. Look at the outrageous markup, you magnificent bastard! I salute you. Then we get Homer and Bart scene of religious parties. Uh, then we get the reference to the distant planet of Blistonia. We get introduced yep. to the Movementarians. Yeah, mm, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and like so this is what I was talking about before. This is the first thing. Three people have said the exact same thing, and for no reason, he's gone. Nah, you're crazy. You're crazy. Oh yeah, I, I like you. You're sane. Yeah. Uh, then we get the, the free weekend conversation, which is just how great is That's it? That's so fantastic. We're having a free get acquainted session at a resort this weekend. How much is this free resort weekend? It's free. And when is this weekend? It's this weekend. Uh-huh. And how much does it cost? Um, it's free. I see. And when is it? It's this weekend. And what are you charging for this free weekend? Come on, Dad. The team's arriving. It's free, right? The best bit about it is they don't get angry with him. Yeah, they it just keeps going. Calm. Yeah. And they could have just kept... I reckon they could have kept going. It still would have been funny. Mm. Yeah, for maybe the next 20 minutes. Could have been the entire episode. <laughs> just the entire episode. I would have accepted it. In oh, a traffic jam. I wonder, should I do an edit of just Homer having that conversation with them for 10 minutes? Yes, you should. 100%. And air it live on the page and see how long people sit there and watch it for. Oh, yes. Infinite loop. Don't yeah. do 10 minutes. Just play it for 24 hours. <laughs> Can you do an infinite loop like no, that? No, a weekend. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, you can make a clip long enough. I'm going to do it. Yeah, please. 48 hour long video. That's yeah. going to take up the entire space on my laptop, but it's worth it. It will be. Oh, man. I'm excited. So am I. <laughs> Stop recording. We're done. <laughs> We've reached peak four figure discount. Sorry, guys. This is what it was building to the entire time. <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. I thought you were all getting all hot and sweaty. No, I just waved goodbye to the camera. No. <laughs> okay. So, what happens next? Every oh, yeah. now and then, there'll be visual things. That you won't get on the recording. Yes, yeah. So we, they, That's how I roll. I'm a multimedium performer. We get our intro to the, the movement terms, like I said, and then Bart gets dragged to see the team. Stretch my hamstrings. What the hell is going on? <laughs> you need to stretch them because you're going to the gym later, right? I am going to the gym later. You're going to wear your wife's shirt again? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it was very form-fitting. <laughs> Uh, they're at the dinner table. Marge is concerned about the movementarians, as you would be. If your spouse just came home and was believing it all, you'd be like, what? If Ash came home, I said, oh yeah, movementarians. Yep. They now own our house. Yeah, I'm all for it. What would you do? Um, I would not. I would be March. Be like, no, this is not a thing that's happening. Do you think you could be brainwashed? No. Not even if it was Luke Hodge trying to brainwash you? No, no chance. Oh, mate, I reckon you could. No, I would lose Luke Hodge very quickly. <laughs> unless he was trying to brainwash me into being homosexual. <laughs> In which case... Doesn't take much work. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's only, you're only just, if you, someone's giving you some water at 98 degrees and asked you to make it boil. <laughs> like it's, it's not going to take a lot to get over there. Uh, they've bought timeshares. Are we still recording? We are still recording. <laughs> Good. So the, um, yes, I would have been disappointed if that didn't get recorded. The movementarians just uh, have just taken, like, the homeless is convinced this is the way of life now. We have to do this. Marge is still not buying it. Homer arrives at the uh, the compound, goes by himself. I was surprised that they let him leave after he went there the first time. I would have thought it would be one of those places there. once you're there, you're there. Yeah, but he's got to go get the family. Yeah, but wouldn't they make him bring the family? The first time? Yeah. Because once you've been there and you've seen their secrets, why would they let you leave? They haven't really seen the secrets yet. They've just showed you a good underbelly about how blissful is this place. This is, you know, this is everything that we said it would be. Go bring the family back. Everyone's allowed to leave it at their own will. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. He arrives, out of my way, jerk ass. Now, this line here yeah. is from Simpsons Hit and Run. I always wonder where it was from. Oh, I right. never pinpoint it. You mean Simpsons Hit and Run used this line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were using it. I could never pinpoint where it, um, which episode it came from. Yep. Uh, then we get the no, 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 fishing. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking at? With the photo. You've got like a family photo that I've never seen before where people are all wearing cat's jumpers, but they're also wearing stripy hats. And from a distance, they just look like old school convicts. They're like the little prison hats that they get given. <laughs> oh, that was the 2009 grand final. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was me when I was uh, anorexic. You should see how skinny my arms are. It's gross. Where it's are not... you? Which one are you? In the background with the... Oh, wearing the... Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. You can't tell it's me. No, yeah. you can't. Yeah, not, not good those times for me. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry I brought them up. Good day, though. Wait, wait, wait. So, Homer's, yeah, none under fishing. A little bit of a sea plant there. Then the movementarians try to convince Homer to watch the video. It's terribly low budget, but they do such a good job, the Simpsons, of just taking the piss out of these videos, don't they? Oh, yeah, amazingly good. <laughs> the spaceship on a line and stuff like that? Yeah. It's like watching Plan 9 from outer space or something like that. Even that's better. <laughs> Marginally. Once we collect enough money for fuel, our leader will throw open the doors of the Forbidden Barn, where we will all board our intergalactic vehicle, rows 1 through 31st. Upon our arrival, we will begin our new perfect lives on Blistonia, well known for its high levels of bliss. Hey, I don't know about you, but uh, they're not exactly winning me over with these lousy production values here. I'm going to slip out. Uh, you're free to leave whenever you want, but uh, would you mind telling us why? Oh, I just didn't, uh, I didn't think, um, oh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Man, this whole place puffs into wacky tobacco. I'm out of here. <laughs> Going somewhere? Uh, though you're free to do so. Uh, <laughs> now, did you just rearrange my underwear? Ah, there it is. When you surrender yourself to the movementarians, you are guaranteed a perfect life of serenity, love, and loving serenity. Not a guarantee. Loving serenity. It's about damn time. I love the leader. The leader is perfect. The choice of having Carl being the person, first person trying to leave. Yep. Do you think that was a, a specific decision? Yes. Because he is normal, basically. Yeah, exactly. That. And if he can be brainwashed, then anybody can. Yeah, exactly. And then it's... It's sort of a brainwash. You couldn't have gone pressure. from you couldn't have gone from Otto to Carl. It wouldn't have worked the same way. Whereas going Carl to Otto, going to the bigger personality second, and then having even that guy fail, kind of escalates the tension. Rather yeah. Than, yeah, and it's it's pretty intimidating. Yeah. Again, and this is where I couldn't be brainwashed. I'd be like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Your movie sucks," and I'm leaving. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of when we? <laughs> I'm going to go record the three-hour podcast reviewing your film, <laughs> and I've got to get started. <laughs> When uh, I've told this on the podcast, when Nicole and I went to the um, the timeshare place to get our free coals vouchers, oh, yeah, yeah, and they just they're like, "Oh, you can leave whenever you want," but can you just, just tell us why. Mm. And like the guy would stand up and like close the door, and I would be like, "No, no, get out of the way." Yeah, but I can ve- very easily see how people. It's like the time I tried to talk my way out of Tiffany's after they told me how expensive the shit was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. Well, it'll leave some leftover for a holiday. Have I we suppose. actually done that? We're going to a few jewelry places and. Gone in yeah. with the full intentions of buying something, seeing the price and going, oh, shit, I hope they don't ask me a question. And they get you and then you have to start talking to them and then it's like, oh. 
<laughs> when I was younger, and then when I was older, and I didn't care about being judged anymore. I, I th- yeah, that's true. You, so, I don't care anymore either. Yeah, I I'll, I'll recreate an exact thing that happened, and all okay. you need to do is just make up a number in your head. Um, that that ring there, how much is uh, how much is that worth? Uh, that's a uh, nine eight seventy two. Well, good luck. Is that what you said? <laughs> was this like yesterday? <laughs> no, it was a couple of years ago. Like, anyway, um, you enjoy your afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll enjoy leaving right now. <laughs> What's the most you've ever spent on jewellery? Uh, uh, Ash's engagement ring, and I got that through a uh, through an American company that did them relatively cheap, so like a couple grand. That's, that's, you have to spend more than that. Some people, guy from work, guy from you, work. Right? You don't even have to spend that much. No. My, my wedding ring costs one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I think I think my wedding ring costs more than engagement ring. It's, <laughs> you know, it's sturdy, does the job. See, yeah, <laughs> that's the sound of love. Yeah, you've lost the the, the sock for the for the microphone. <laughs> but I remember there was a guy at Ford, young guy. He was two years younger than us. Mm. Got engaged. Eleven thousand dollars he spent on the engagement. Whoa! Eleven thousand dollars. Spend that much on the wedding? Oh, it's going to be three months' wage. It doesn't have to be anything. No. That was a fifth oh, wait, look, look, it's got to be. There's got to be some form of commitment. If the there. Simpsons prove it, shouldn't be a burgering. <laughs> as long as if it's a burgering, you've got to have a real charming proposal. Could you get away with a burgering? I think you could with the right relationship for sure. And they'd say yes, but then they'd be expecting a. Better ring. Right in with you. Um, let's try to undercut. Cheapest rings. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you think that you've spent less than anyone else on a wedding ring. We won't. Or, sorry, an we'll engagement be, ring. We'll call you a magnificent bastard. I'll be proud. Yeah. 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 This isn't about calling you out. This is, I want to find the true lords of the universe. What did you get away with for your engagement ring? Everyone is now brainwashed. Uh, Homer is still okay, though, due to his short inten- attention span. <laughs> Mitch just gave me the nod. That's on camera, obviously. Yep. But it's the um, Skinner and yeah, um, the cat bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking. Now the camera's here. We can't have secret conversations. No, no, it's good. It's fucked. I like it. <laughs> it's a opening the doors behind the scenes of four finger discount. How am I supposed to judge the patrons? <laughs> judge them. Go. <laughs> you make me sick. You've got nothing better to do with your money. I love you. Let the judgment begin. I'll get the ball rolling. You're a fat idiot. Yeah, lose some weight. Hey, man, you fat, moron type of fat. Yeah, I guess I could lose a few pounds. And I can be kind of thick sometimes. (laughs) You failed at everything you've ever tried. Whoa, you've got my number on that one, buddy. This is a smart group. And your stink brings tears to my eyes. Now, wait a minute, Mo. Oh, my mistake. (sighs) So the movementarians are basically, they've never encountered this before. The fact that Homer just can't yeah, be got. he cannot brainwash them. Um, yeah. Brainwash him. So, oh, the, the internal affairs. Hilarious, by the way. Yeah. That's a really, I didn't, re- I'd forgotten that that had come from this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I did also like the um, the little bastard brainwashing kit. I'd forgotten about that little game yeah. as well. Yeah. We'll get to that in a moment though. So we've got the judgment circle and uh, once again, has no effect. You know what this is? They've used this before. This is Flanders have- in Crazy House. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You just like, you know, you call him a jerk and he just smiles at you. Yeah, yeah. And it, it did kind of feel weird for Homer to be re- responding like this. A little bit, it yeah. Did, it worked for the gag, but Homer normally wouldn't respond like that. He would be angry mm. at someone having And he half him. gets angry and then he realizes that he's right at Mo with the, the odor. Yeah, yeah. I did like... <laughs> it reminded me of, it's true, it's true, yeah. we're so lame. Eating the gruel, 
the yeah. low protein gruel that's supposed to break down your resistance, not when you eat a month's supply. <laughs> that's classic. And do you think he steals molmans or something? Uh, no, nah, it's not molmans. It's just some uh, frink. Is a frink? Is it? Yeah, okay. Glasses. Okay. Sorry, not frinkyak. Professor Frinkyak has taken over his name in my head. How great is Frinkyak, by the way? I'm on it right now. It is like the greatest thing. I don't need to take notes on an episode anymore. <laughs> it's just so so good. Uh, they then try the chant. Mm-hmm. The um, leader the is leader great. is good. The leader is great. Yeah. We surrender our will as of this date. Doesn't work, and they go. They pull out all the all the guns. Mm-hmm. Batman. It's no use. He's obviously the most powerful mind we've ever dealt with. Or, na 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 leader. Na 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 leader. Na 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 leader. Na 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 And this is probably the first little seed plan as well with what they come back to at the end of the episode with like the Fox thing that it's a TV jingle that's stuck in Homer's head that wins him over and that mm-hmm. in many ways for a lot of people TV is a cult. If I say Lubemobile, what do you do? Well, I'm not going to do it but the first thing that pops into my head is call 13, 13, 32. For everything mechanical we got it, they'll fix the car. You, what do you mean you won't do it? Yeah. 13, 30, 32. Remember that kid? That's 13, 13, 32. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking obnoxious little brat. He used to cross his arms. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was good because he was on TV. Yeah, I saw. The I used to get so pissed off when I was a kid, and I saw other kids acting Famous. in commercials. Yeah. Like I knew someone, I vaguely knew someone that was in a Raise Outdoors ad, and all they had really, all it was, was that they posed in like an oversized dryer bone with a a Cobra. They got paid to and, do it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as like a nine year old, I was like, fuck off! I'd be better than you. How'd you get in there? You have such a chip on your shoulder. Who's your agent? <laughs> <laughs> Who's yours? My mum. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> Who would be your agent? Would you? Do you think you would have an agent? Ari Gold, all the way. Uh, yeah. He'd advocate yes. for me. Yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> oh, terrible man. Yeah. Great, great agent. <laughs> not, not a good man at all. <laughs> Entertaining. I was gonna say I found um an old family tape and it had some old commercials on it and mm. I was watching it uh, a couple of days ago. It had the Pick Apart trail, uh, commercial on it. Uh, okay, Pick yeah. Apart, Pick Apart. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, Don't leave that car just sitting in a heap coming to Pick Apart where everything's cheap. Exactly. Second-hand price for second-hand cars from door to a wheel to a bumper bar. So good. I'm very impressed. With this is my brain, work. people. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't know this the periodic... This is brainwash Mitch with Pick Apart. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. I've never shopped there. I just know the jingle. I don't think it even exists anymore. But anyway... So we come back from commercial. So home is brainwashed now. Come back from commercial. The family are all annoyed at dinner. You what? Come again, Marge? You what? I've joined the movementarians, and so have all of you. We what? All I had to give them was our life savings, the deed to the house, and a commitment of 10 trillion years of labor. I can't go along with this, Homer. Marge, when I join an underground cult, I expect a little support from my family. Dad, do you think you might have been brainwashed? I have not been brainwashed. Kill the girl, kill the girl. Homer! What? What did I say? Church, cult, cult, church. So we get bored someplace else every Sunday. Does this really change our day-to-day lives? Kind of true. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. This is a, what is his exact quote? Cult, church, church, cult, something like that? We get bored someplace else every Sunday. Does that's, this really change our day-to-day lives? That's a lives? big line. Like, that's, that's a line that would piss off a lot of people. Well, yeah, well, it probably would. But by this point, you know, deal with it. Yeah, I know that. Bart saying that in season one would have made the front page of the oh, New York Times. The show would have got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Movementarians then walk in and take the house. It now belongs. What is it going to be like a some sort of centre for the Movementarians now? The house? Uh, a welcome centre. A for welcome centre. Yeah, new members. 
Brockman then starts hanging shit on the movementarians, but not for too long, does he? No. <laughs> Excuse my editorial laugh uh, until we find out. I, love- I reckon you are Brockman. Of any character on The Simpsons, you would slot perfectly into Brockman's position. I certainly don't, prepare with- I certainly don't perform without a Danish. No, that's ex- exactly right. Uh, I love how he buys the station so the photo becomes better. Like, it's just a shitty photo of him in a singlet yeah, in an yeah. apartment. And then suddenly it's like, you know, Home of the Leader or something. Um, what's it Home called? of the Great. Home of the Great. Number Thank one. You. Yes. The, 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 the Chosen One. Yeah. Is it the Chosen One? I don't know. Number one. <laughs> yeah, the Chosen it's One. It's very late and it was a long time ago that we spoke about that episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, they're taking over KBBL Broadcasting. The family then moves into, I've called it a concentration camp, basically. Yeah, that's that's pretty close to it. There's a yeah. lot of grey. It's very yeah. drab. Yeah, um, bunk beds and whatnot. But says just pretend like a zombie movie. I'll be fine. For the first 100,000 years, then something might open up. Isn't Why it, even unpack? Yeah, that's really good. Isn't the Scientology based on being alive for a billion years or something? Or living forever or something? Uh, or becoming a who being. Who wants to live forever? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. I looked into Scientology a little bit because that the wife from King of Queens, Leia, Lena, I think her name is. The hot one. Ones. The wife from King of Queens, yes. The one who's like Way only, above his average. Who's only only ever in a comedy does shit like that exist. Yeah. Oh. I've and a comedy written by a white man. <laughs> like a, a white overweight man. No it, one... Let me just say that if she created that show, Kevin James would not have been cast as her husband. But that's the whole basis of the show. Is it? The basis of the show is him... Her being above, like him being below average. I would have thought the basis of Kevin James' life is that everyone else is above him. <laughs> hey, he's done very well for himself. He has, remarkably. Yeah, but hey, you got to give it to him. For about two years there, he got paid to ride a Segway. No, he does. He becomes... And not as well as Job on Arrested Development. He becomes friends with the right people. Yeah. Do you know how he got his gig on King of Queens? He was originally a cast member of Raymond in the first season. Man, and okay. they liked him so much on the show that they gave him his own sitcom. Yeah, right. That's where that came from. Well, and then he became friends with Adam Sandler. Now he just gets paid to make movies that aren't that great, but make a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. Rob Schneider? <laughs> I feel like he'd be a great guy to hang out with. I don't. You don't reckon? No. What, for what reason, though? It'd be too Rob Schneider. In, in what, what does that mean, exactly? He seems like a nice guy. He might very well be a nice guy. I don't think he'd... I reckon he'd just be up for anything, just having a good laugh. You know what? If I met Rob Schneider on a subway, I'd be like, it's Rob Schneider. Not bad. I'll have a chat. See how the Mets are doing. If Rob Schneider started to try to make me laugh, I'd throw him off the train. But I feel like like Rob Schneider knows his position in life. He doesn't try to be more than what he is. Yeah, I'll give him that. You know what I think? I would love to meet Rob Schneider just so I could walk up and go, hey, are you Roy Schneider? (laughs) I always have to try, tell my brain it's not the chief from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we up to? Uh, so there's a bar gets brainwashed. There's yep. a lot of bastard brain tampering kit, whatever it is. And then the Reverend is giving the sermon to Flanders. Mm-hmm. Flanderses and Lenny. Yeah. This so-called new religion is nothing but a pack of weird rituals and chants designed to take away the money of fools. Let us say the Lord's Prayer 40 times, but first let's pass the collection plate. <laughs> Looks like slim pickings today, Reverend. Oh, Lord. Uh, try the emergency plate, Ned. I don't think that's going to do it. Um, slim pickings in the collection plate. I think there's a button in there. I love... Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> 
Harry had a great time with Reverend in this episode. He was really, yeah, yeah. really good. I think, I think Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy is the one that Harry leans into the most, even more so than Burns. He just delivers oh, his lines that's, so well. Maybe it's just because we don't get much of them that they always stand out more. Maybe. Because Burns, it's, it's Burns most, has a lot more throwaway lines. If Reverend's got lines, they usually mean something. They usually hit, but it's also that voice because it's the it's one of the biggest voices that he does. Like, if you watch Harry do it, mm. he really gets his whole mouth into it and has to, like, really perform when yeah. he's doing Reverend Lovejoy. So yeah. It, yeah. I reckon he would enjoy doing Skinner the most. Yeah. Yeah, I think Skinner gets a lot of really dry comedy lines, which yeah. Harry, I think, like. What do you think would, would like. be... The- your favourite Skinner line? I th- I think mine's just the it's the children who are wrong. Um, no, 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 no. That's that wouldn't be it for me. Like I really do enjoy that, but what about him losing his mind on the bus? <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, but maybe no. It's the it's, it's the, the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, the um the five different like you know I try I went mad trying to find Johnny! the recipe here, but they just can't get the spices right. That's really <laughs> and the one where he sees his mother on the hill, mother on the hill, and. Mother in the throw pillow or the bath pillow. Oh, actually, the bath pillow. That's the best. <laughs> that is the best. Who called the police? We both did. <laughs> Alrighty. So, so uh, Marge upset in the next scene because... Harvesting lima beans. Yeah. When you told, when we got married, you promised me my harvesting days were over. <laughs> Good as that. What a line. to see the leader pass by. We toil in the fields and he rides around in a Rolls Royce. Yes, it would be nice if he'd buy American, but what are you going to do? I'm covered in the dust of the leader. He favours me. I am even dustier, dustier than thou. Oh, look who the new pet is. I've never been so happy. You are mowing this. Am I? What do you mean? You just said that you got jealous whenever someone was more treated better was on was famous on television. I can be better than them, and then Homer gets more mud. Well, look who the new pet is. That would be you. You would be jealous if someone else got more mud on them in this scenario. But I'm not brainwashed. No, but just say you were brainwashed. Okay. okay. Of these three characters, of these three characters right now, I'm no. Or would you be the the, the one with the most mud? I wouldn't have been vocal about it. W- would you pretend to be brainwashed? I probably and just work your way up the ladder. I probably would have been Lisa, to be honest. Would that be a good tactic? We toil and he rolls around and yeah. like he drives around in Rolls Royce. Yeah. But would you pretend to be brainwashed so you can work your way up the ladder and take the place down from the inside? No, no, I'm not. I don't have enough charisma. You don't have charisma? I can't. No, not cult what leader. Have you ever sold yourself short? Not cult leader charisma. I can't get people to follow. Cult leader charisma? Yeah. Define that. What? Like, I don't know. Like like Tony I, Robbins? I don't, <laughs> I don't get how these guys... Okay, so you're a nut. Like you're sitting in a house somewhere, you're you're batshit crazy. You've got an idea. How do you go from that to having thousands of people following that idea? How do you first float the idea and not have people go, "You're batshit crazy"? Well, see, you brought up that point before that there aren't many people like that anymore, well, cults anymore. Hmm. Maybe because so many people have tried it and failed. Now people realise. Eh, people are too smart to they've, they've conned onto it now nah, but there's doomsday preppers there's all sorts of crazy people out there yeah. you just got to get to them but mm. I can't like I was, it's not a job for me it's a job for someone else you no know, this actually reminded me of, of Dumb and Dumber when he's like he's the most powerful mime we've ever dealt with mm. 
How does he know I got gas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are pros. Gas man. <laughs> the gas man. Um, what comes next? Lima beans. Yes, forbidden barn, blah, blah, blah. Mr. Burns is annoyed at the movementarians mm-hmm. aren't paying much tax, or any tax at all, I believe. Is it all exempt? Yeah, yeah, he has tax exempt status. Yeah, yeah. Why are we? We're getting screwed. $3 yeah. a year. Smithies, why haven't I heard of this, the leader? He's as rich and wicked as I, but he seems to enjoy tax exempt status. Actually, sir, with our creative bookkeeping and corporate loopholes, we only pay $3 a year. <gasps> You're right. We're getting screwed. There must be something I can do about this. Wait. Yes. I think I know just the thing. <laughs> uh, sir? You have to tell me what your plan is or, or nothing will happen. Oh, yes, of course, the plan. You see me as a guard, right, Smithers? Absolutely, sir. You'd kneel before me? Boy, would I. Yes. Uh, then I'll form my own religion with its own symbol. We'll use this special K. I believe that's already a breakfast cereal, sir. And people worship it? In a way. All right, then. Uh, how about this? Uh, why don't you leave the symbol to me, sir? Behold your new god, Mr. Burns. Ahoy, hoy, lowly mortals. In addition to working for me, you may now praise me as your almighty. Amen, sir. Mm. Uh, we'll try this again tomorrow. Uh, he's all right, but he's no bowl of special K. This was nearly a favorite moment for me as well. The reveal of Burns's religion. Oh, so good. The the fact that Burns isn't like it's not. This is your new religion. That Burns is your new god. Yeah, <laughs> it's really <laughs> taken it up a notch. <laughs> and ahoy, like, ahoy, lowly mortals. You feel like this has more um, significance in the episode, but it's only in it for like thirty seconds. Yeah, it's so brief. Yeah, uh, the special K reference. Yeah. And whatnot. That's yeah, really, really good. They get the mass wedding at the movementarian compound. You're the man. <laughs> I could have done a lot worse. Speak for yourself. How awkward. Skinner marrying his mum. His mum, yeah. It's very Game of Thrones. Yeah, very no, no Game of Thrones spoilers on here. I don't watch the show. No, but just, it. just general incest. Yeah. Is all I was getting at. Yeah. Well, I watched the first episode and there was a lot of incest in that. Oh yeah. yeah. Boy howdy yeah. is there. <laughs> And that's when Nicola went, I'm done. The things we do for love. No, I'm fine with it because the actors aren't brother and sister. Oh, yeah, I know. But Nicola's just like, I don't want to dedicate my time to watching incest, even if it's fake. I get that Game I of mean, Thrones. I mean, it's better than dedicating get, your time to participating in it. I get, I, get, I get that Game of Thrones is the most successful show on television. It just doesn't grab, I just, it doesn't grab it's, me. Yeah, okay. I don't want to dive. Like, I've, I'm watching it. I've caught up. It's fine. I I'm do enjoy it. There sure are, if I commit to it, I'll enjoy it. There are genuine moments where it, it elevates and you're like, hey, this is really good. But there are also a lot of moments where I'm like, yeah, this is just a thing that's on. It's, 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 it, it's a cocktail show. It won't go down as like my f- favorite TV show ever. It won't it's even go down in the top the moment, five. isn't it? You ha- I feel like you have to watch it because everyone else is. Oh, uh, a little bit. But I still don't watch it because yeah, don't care. Yeah. But, I mean, it's well established that I'm not a peer pressure kind of guy. It was more that I just started watching it. 
But you like the Avengers. That you peer pressure into that. No, I like the Avengers I'm because I watched Iron I'm Man. I'm joking. See, people can see your facial expressions. <laughs> I get you angry. Fucking guy. <laughs> I, lo- I love it when I can tell I've got you for a second. <laughs> you continue talking for a little bit. Okay. So, where were we up to? So, we had the mass wedding. Um, uh, yeah, then we get... Lisa revolting. Yeah, Lisa revolting in class. So, Bart, actually quite this good in school. You. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he's just guessing, basically. This is, this is me. Yeah. Kicking the table over because someone got an answer wrong. Yeah. Oh damn system is wrong <laughs> <laughs> It really doesn't take much to warp her though, does it? No. Offering her good grades. Yeah, exactly. And they, then we've they get... really done their study on the on the people here. Yeah. Well that is one thing that cults are good at. Mm, that's true. We get uh Maggie, of course, Barney. being brainwashed by the Barney reference yep, yep, you mentioned yep. before. Then the lima beans. Oh my god. These lima beans are even better than the ones we had for breakfast and lunch. Oh a lima bean that looks just like the leader. I'll put it with the others. Homer, you know I always try to put the best face on everything, but there's no face on that damn bean. We hate it here, and your family wants to leave. No, we don't, Mother. We love the leader. No! Alrighty, time for bed. Marge then has to make her epic uh, escape. Lady, people are free to go whenever they wish. Just battlefield of... How do they get there, though? Do they just establish this after everyone's there? Presumably. I mean, they already got everyone in. Couldn't you just drive out the driveway that originally was there? Oh, it's obviously fenced off. Is it? I guess. For the purposes (laughs) of this. (laughs) So, now the reference to the bubbles from The Prisoner. I love... TV series. Yeah, which I've never seen. I didn't know that was a thing. I loved Marge kicking ass here. Remind flashback to Marge being a cop. I went, Marge! <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> but yeah, like just leaping the barbed wire and yeah. just taking it all on. Yeah. Marge does have a lot of badass qualities to it. We just mm. don't get to see it enough, which is probably why it stands out so much when we do see it. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's very cool when it does. Uh, that Then we get Lovejoy, we were talking about before. So funny. Oh, the best. Yeah. I think it's worthy of playing that clip, is it not? Oh, I never thought I'd have to do this again. Marjan arrives, she, thankfully just in time. But, Reverend, what does he want before he helps? Money. Wants money. <laughs> uh, Willie then does the quint entrance from yeah. Jaws. Uh, throwing the killing for free. <laughs> 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 Willie is fantastic here. They've really worked out the character of Willie now, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's yeah. just he's so great. The car then arrives, and they think it's the leader, but it's not. It's Marge. Marge. Uh, drag Homer in. Well, it's, it's all of them, basically. Yeah. And then we get Homer, almost a callback to uh, the Homer they fall, unable to, being, unable to be knocked out. Marge, you're the leader? You don't look anything like the beans. Knock him out, Reverend! Oh! 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 Oh, the devil has given him superhuman strength. Give me that, you noodle arm choir boy! Oh! Well, that didn't do it, Mr. Kilt. Look, let's the three of us try it together. Then they all just try to bash him up. Um, cut to commercial. We come back and Willie. Oh, you're gonna break like matchsticks. I promise you that. That's a reference to something, isn't it? I swear uh, I've heard that before somewhere. No, I'm not too sure. To be perfectly Maybe honest. it's just the the tone he's speaking in. Yeah, yeah. It's on a, a show it's that I've watched or something. Thing. But yeah. Made some rice crispy crispy squares for our hungry deprogrammerinos. Yes. Oh man, you've ruined the atmosphere, you daft pansy. <laughs> you daft pansy. 
My rubber, this is my rubber room. Don't call it that. Do you think the Willy one-liners are what the writers love to work on? No, I think they're... Thinking of a line. That'd be the hardest things to do as but a writer. One, but the most enjoyable in the sense of once you've figured it out, how it, it, but you the would, payoff. You'd never feel like you would. This would be the difficult thing about that. You'd have 20 different ideas. Mm, and how which do you, one do we go with? Yeah, exactly. That'd be, that's too hard, I think. What's better, Duff Pansy, Cheese Eating Surrender Monkeys, or Noodle Arm Choir Noodle Boy? Noodle Arm Choir Boy. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the movementarians then set the lawyers. Well, they hear them. home has been taken. Yeah, yeah. They hear they're calling property. Yeah, exactly. Someone's now. taking our property. Yeah. Now, this apparently I've read is a direct reference to Scientology because apparently their lawyers are mm. maniacs. Oh, massive. Yeah. Not like they don't go not, tearing. No, no, tearing through news stations looking for people, but, but they will sue anything. Do they have? I'm assuming Scientology must have lots of money behind it. Then. Yeah, they'd have to. I mean, What's I, I haven't done. Hasn't it? I haven't done an audit on their books. But and Tom yes. Cruise is like the messiah of it. Yeah, I'm sure he's. Is he done. still in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's donated a lot to the church. Attention, all citizens. Even though the leader himself is completely non-violent, he urges you to be as violent as you like in capturing the Simpsons. What are you doing? They're not here, you idiots! Idiots? That's slander, sir, and we have it on tape. All right, I'll get on my checkbook. What was that? Uh, I said... Uh. Marge then offers the hover bikes to the kids. I really enjoyed how much enjoyment Flanders got out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? I don't, know. I don't know what sort of paper he's put paper on there. through a comb? Yeah, it's like um, wax paper or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's sea plant for later on, though. Yeah, it is. So, so good. Uh, Willie's then trying to break Homer and ends up just falling for yeah, it himself. That's a great bait yeah. switch. So fantastic. Yeah. But it's all a- that is impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a grand fella. I did also like the animation of the dummy falling out of Maggie's mouth when she's looking at the hover bike. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> the kids didn't have to say anything. Yeah. Uh, but as it turns out with Homer, it's as simple as just pouring a beer. Yes. But we forgot though to mention that the bikes are due back at the store. Oh, yeah. Get off, off, <laughs> off, get off them. <laughs> so much. But yeah, at... I'd forgotten that the one drop hits him because I was looking at taking notes mm. and then I rewound. I was like, ah, the one drop, of course. Yeah. Um, Which is almost like the time he got um, baptised. The one drop of holy yes, water. Yes, yeah, yeah. I felt like... There was an image. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I loved last week? I saved it as a clip. You doing the cat sound. My God, I actually had to stop editing because I was laughing so much. Really? And I, I went, doing like, a cat sound. Cats fighting and I was like, oh, was, yeah, was it right. a... And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you did the sound. I'm going to include it right now. It's so good. Callback. The best of four-figure discount. It's Mitch imitating cats I fighting. almost replaced your final words with it. It was so good. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Don't, don't, the final words are sacred. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to leave it. Um, so everyone still thinks that Homer's still brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Um, he arrives back at the compound. Um, he's our husband now. That's a really creepy line. It is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're still good. Don't worry. Three keys in the bowl. Yeah. At the movementarians. Oh, Jesus. It all comes back to sex with these cults. Uh, well, the joy of sect. Yeah. Homer reveals that he's actually fine. And yeah. he opens up the, the barn. It's a great moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm glad I'm back. Because the moment that sweet, sweet beer hit my tongue, I was born again! <gasps> Hallelujah! Now I can show all of you what I've come to realize. The reason we're not allowed in the Forbidden Barn is because there is no intergalactic spaceship. He's taking our money just so he can build 
What in the hell of a spaceship? Homer Simpson, because of your lack of faith, you've ruined mankind's chance for salvation. Oops. Nice going there, Homer. Oh my gosh. Maybe he was telling the truth about everything. Oh, mercy. He's the real deal. It's just Reverend there. He's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> um, then it starts flying out. And as a viewer, watching this for the first time, you'd be like, shit. Mm. What the hell? It is real. It's an actual yeah. spaceship. It's yeah. working. Um, it's kind Falls of, apart very quickly. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous how... Oh. Where was the electricity coming from? <laughs> uh, for the lights to be flashing. <laughs> Well, no, it'd be like one of those generators that you flick on for the light. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Or just some LEDs. Maybe that's why the panels fell off. The cartoon doesn't have to make sense. No. <laughs> Starts flying out. Even Marge gets convinced here. Mm. Oh, maybe he was telling the truth. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, it all just falls apart. But Willie still believes him. Yeah. Willie still loves you. <laughs> Crashes into Cletus's house. Um, and that's where we get the hypotheticals that we're going to discuss later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Cletus is going to take his money and he should have stayed with the who, was it? Just that the promise people, the promise, promise keepers, the promise keepers. Now, who are they? Do you know? No, I don't know if they're anyone. I didn't look them up. I think it's just like a name for something else that could have been a cult. Mo goes back to good old fashioned voodoo uh, the, with Barney. Should have done that from the get go. Uh, yes, would have made more money rather than costing him. Yes, money. yes, exactly right. Reverend picks his collar back up. Blah blah blah. Then the family are back at home, and the joke here being that Fox makes everybody brain dead. Yes, Fox makes people brain dead. We don't get Fox jabs anymore I don't reckon as often as we used to not as often no still comes from time to time yeah anyway all in all really good episode yeah really great satire um, I just I feel like last week I laughed more okay but I think I have more of a nostalgic uh, connection to the last last week's episode I really yeah. I just really enjoy Bart Carney but this one yeah it's really great it's as we discussed earlier could have easily slotted in like season late four yep. early five yeah it's yep. a really really solid episode Uh, yes it is all right Mailbag time. Oh, sorry. What did I learn from the episode? I learned... Let me say it first. Jesus Christ. Sorry. 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 sorry, Recording. Take it away, J.K. Simmons. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? I learned that... I learned there's only two authors worth buying. King and Crichton. Who is your favourite author? Because you read a lot of books, but you read mostly biographies, right? No, no, no. I read a lot of novels as well. Um... For a period of time, when I was younger, it was John Grisham because he just writes really good page turners. Another airport novelist, really, but like they're entertaining. Uh, Brett Easton Ellis, as much as I don't like saying that because politically he's become a problem in the last few years, but as an author, some of uh, Brett, reading Brett Easton Ellis's novels have been some of the most transformative experiences for me. Okay, what was your what's been your favorite biography? Is it the sport? You like the sporting ones, don't you? Mm, favorite biography. Have you read the Sam Mitchell uh, one? No, Michael Jordan. Uh, I haven't read Sam Mitchell's yet, but um, Roland, I think it was Roland Lazenby did a biography on Michael Jordan. What's that's good about f- the Jordan one? Though? It's just amazing detail. Stories that you've never heard. Who is, it? Who is a dick? Uh, a dick in the sense that he's very competitive. Very competitive, yeah. Um, but it's really, really great detail, really well researched, really well interviewed. And it's so, just, so Michael actually no, nah, it's to the everyone book. around, uh, okay. but people very close to him, like parents, teammate, like direct teammates. It's not like, oh yeah, I went to a Jordan game once, and he said, like I overheard him say this. It's like, you know, I lived with Michael for twenty years. This is what I think of him. Like that's the level that it's at. Cool. Tells a lot about the stories and the sort of thing of the drafting and Nike, and that's it's it's a really really great read. Now, do we want to get into the hypotheticals? Yes. 
All right, so let's get into some hypotheticals because we got some absolute deuces that came through. I just, I just was watching it and I thought it'd be interesting just to something different for the show. Mm. Should we give this? Should we make this a regular segment? When did this happen? I wonder if Andrew Pelekety is listening live. He moved to Hollywood and became Kevin James's agent. <laughs> That's pretty good. So you read out the patron ones and I'll get ones from the actual... You get ones from the, the, from the main page. page. Yeah. All right. And I don't know, let's, let's not say regular, but we'll do it from time to time. So David Nayer... He's transferred the money to a bank account in the Caymans and is living on an island in the sun. Oh, now, crap. how did he do that? Because Cletus took his money. Unless the sacks of money were not all of the money to be had. Mm. He would have had backup money somewhere, surely. Presumably. Maybe he is in the Caymans and he just sold the Australian government $70 billion worth of water. Yeah. Mm, that could have happened. It would work. Yeah. If you've been paying any attention to the political <laughs> debate over the last couple of weeks. I've got one here from, from the, the main page. He was rescued by, oh, let's say, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Astley went on to try this. So, similar to my greyhound theory that he's gone on to try this, uh, the same thing in another town, Ogdenville. Someone's got one here. He went to Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook. By God, he put them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go. His planet needed him from David Ilchef. Andrew Parker suggests that he became Batman. He fulfilled Homer's yeah. prophecy. <laughs> like that's, that's that's good. It's a hell of a take. I mean, he's shown that he's able to build gadgets. Is he though? What gadgets does he build? Not the spaceship. Oh, but like whether or not he's got good one. the strong sense of moral purpose and duty that Batman had. I'm not sure that that's quite there. <laughs> Travis White says, I think he ended up running a counterfeit jeans ring out of his car hole. <laughs> he became Francine back in 76. Then he joined another cult. I think his name is Mother Shabubu now. <laughs> Mother Shabubu. Oh man Should we add a few more? Uh, yeah we should Because there's at least one That I'm saving Alright so we've got Matthew here says Leader Realising the futility Of his cult Turned to a brand new Business model Involving herbal supplements Where investors Could be promised Up to 8,000% return This model was nothing <laughs> Like those shady Pyramid schemes It was a trapezoid oh, The leader right now Would be on Instagram Messaging people Asking them to become Brand ambassadors Oh yes Really love your profile. Oh, well the, or the, <laughs> we're looking to do advertising on your page. How many of those oh, fucking inboxes do we get now? Yes. All the time. All the time. It's like, no, Kmart, I don't want to get into bed with you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No. Um, Henrik Winterland uh, suggested he's gone off to sail the high seas with L. Ron Hubbard, but he also had a, a semi-decent, his alternate title was going mm-hmm. to be L. Ron Homer. Mm-hmm. I like it. Like Jaron here says, Mr. Burns banished him for refusing to get rid of those sideburns. Mm. But all of them, I think, really... Da- you, you got the best one here. Jared Gorman. Okay. Did you read his No, before? I didn't. I'm okay. excited for it, though. You, got, you, did, you did the brace yourself. <laughs> I'm positive he moved to Geelong and found a job pushing loans to people at a local bank. Oh. He uses the alias of Mitch Grinter. He started a podcast to slowly build followers to regain his true calling as a leader. His co-host, Dando, is already under his control. World domination is probably his next step. You, sir, are the patron of the week. Patron of the week. <laughs> Should we make that a thing, patron of the week? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, let's do that. <laughs> so, what was his name again? Jared Gorman. Jared Gorman, you are the patron of the week. <laughs> now, if you want the opportunity to become the patron of the week, you can just subscribe to our Patreon page. Mm. Yeah, it's patreon.com slash fourfinger discount. You get access to videos, things like this, don't you, Mitch? Yeah. You get access to a bunch of exclusive content. You got exclusive podcasts, exclusive videos. We do the Future Armor podcast. Every now and then, I might do a crotch shot just for you. Yeah, Movie Guys podcast, and you get access into the exclusive Facebook group. Mm. 
get access to the exclusive photo. Dando alluded it to alluded to it before of me working out in my wife's shirt because it was the same color as my gym shirt, and I grabbed it in the dark without paying much attention. Yeah, it was very very funny. Got to the gym, went well. I've driven twenty minutes to get here. <laughs> I'm not turning around. Yes. Uh, now, mailbag. What have we got? I I can't access it on my phone. So oh, I've got nothing. That's why I- we. That's why I did that. That's why I read so many of those substandard little <laughs> hypotheticals. Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh! Before we get into the mailbag today, actually, Mitch, we've got a few shout-outs we need to do. Yes, we do. Because our beautiful patrons have been supporting us for the last couple of months and we haven't been giving them a shout-out, so here they all are. You Sit down, guys. Here we go. The full list. Shall we alternate? Sorry. We'll speed read. Speed read alternating. Screw-ups will not be repeated. There's a lot of names, though. Yeah, well, this, that's going to be the challenge. This okay. Is, this is... Have we, over the last nearly four years of doing the show, reached the point that we can get away with this sort of behaviour? <laughs> this sort of behaviour. People pay us money for a shout-out and they don't get a proper shout-out. All right, so you kick off there. Are we going from the top or the bottom? From here. Bottom okay. up. Bottom up. Oh, man. Okay. Um, all right. Shout-out to Nick Shedlosky. Aaron Petrie. Tony Letts. Daniel Crawford. Joseph Henshaw. Village Cinemas. <laughs> Gary West. <laughs> Andrew Zur. Oliver George. Craig Fairley. Uh, Dougie Penman Renata Dragoli That's a good name Cody uh, Everything I learned from movies No, they became a patriot of someone else Sons of bitches Why did we get I don't give a fuck what they're doing Why did we get that email Aaron we... Kennedy <laughs> George Baxter Courtney Kampowski Because they, that podcast supports us That's why, Mitch We love those guys Everything I learned from movies uh, Cassie Ward Josh Halliwell Does that remind you of Leon Kampowski, by the way? A little, little bit, yeah. yeah Sam Fox Kelly Nolan David Lance Georgia Ben Jackie Smith. Talia Lara. Minnie Curtis. Georgia Ben. Rebecca Lehman. <laughs> Thank you for coming in twice, Georgia. Jonathan Holt. Paul. Lockie Welsh. Andrew Palakity. 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 Neil Bolan. Andy. Adam Moody. Matthew Williams. Ashley Anderson. Jordan Trey Gust. Philip Perrier. Alex Jones. Brody. Uh, not them. <laughs> Matt Pickerskill. I think that's it. No, no. Another whole page. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we go top to bottom on this one? Oh, no. Thomas Wilford. No, he's a $20 patron. He Thomas Wilford gets read out twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> Bringing every episode to you. What a legend, Thomas Wilford. You are the man. Uh, Riley Lockett. Sam Bennett. Andrew Parker. Colin Dunn. Ginger. Seth. RSS Feeds. No, Brian McCoy. Luke Morfitt. Tyson Neville Heese. Ned Berridge. Will Manthorpe. Manthorpe. It's a good name. Sounds like a supervillain. Well, it sounds like you're tidying yourself up before, <laughs> like, you're just downstairs. I got a Manthorpe. <laughs> Joe, Joe Charlton. Thomas Mitwollen. Mitwollen? Good German name. Ben. Kieran Doyle. Josh Brennan. William Todd. William Todd's been there before, hasn't he? He's obviously come back. Come back. Welcome back. Recurring. Uh, Neville 2142. Hopefully not a postcode, otherwise we just gave away where you live. <laughs> Hayley Brunton. Guion Sampson. James Warwick. 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 Aaron Govey. Andrew Hoffman. Josephine Nolan. Travis Langley. Matthew Wilkins. C. Hargraves. $5 patron. Ben. And no, that's a new post from Ben. And, and Ben. ben. <laughs> and Noel St. Germain. Uh, something about your wireless. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Riley McMullen. Benjamin Sweeney. 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 Jason Yasu. Yosemite. Yasuini. Yasuni. 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 Jace. Amy. JY. Uh, Nathan Glennie. Was it Nathan G. Lenny? I don't know. I, I feel like he's accidentally 
um, Put a G capitali- in there. No, accidentally capitalized the G. Ah, okay. Keelan Brown. Uh, Chris Reynolds. Rob I. Vesser. Mon Ica? Monica. Monica. <laughs> With the space. <laughs> A lot of people listening at home just think that you've just read the word Monica, Monica. But there's a space in there. There is. It's confusing. Yeah. Uh, Mark Piper. Guy Bellamy. And Martin Wright. Thank you so much, guys, for oh. becoming patrons. Who was the $20 one again? Mr. Thomas Wilford. Thomas Wilford. Just signed up. About to get that tattooed oh. on my foot. Absolute legend. Thank you so much, guys, for becoming patrons. It's what keeps the show going. Your support is very appreciated. Now, Mitch, it's time for the mailbag. All right, Dando. One email, one question. Unread, sight unseen. This says, question and excited for May Live Trivia. Excellent. Should we go over that one? Yes. Hello, hello, Mitch and Dando. You helped me keep my Australia accent, my connection to my homeland and rekindled my love for the Simpsons. Question. Speech therapists now. Yeah. What changes would you make if you could start the podcast over? What have you learned over the past couple of years via trial and error and have you ever deemed and that you've now deemed never to repeat? Hmm. I would have signed a contract with a set end date. (laughs) Why? (laughs) <laughs> just to not have like this never-ending void ahead of me of like when does it end it's, it's never <laughs> it has to end at some point you're here forever <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> to leave whenever you want <laughs> as long as you just tell us why uh, <laughs> um i don't know like I, I i wouldn't have changed much to be perfectly honest i i think fundamentally the, the trivia at the start <laughs> a couple little things like that but fundamentally what i set out to do was be me and be as natural as possible. And I think I've maintained that from from the first episode to this episode. The most successful thing about this show is that Mitch is able to stay himself and we've still kept people around. <laughs> That's not so much the most successful, but it is the most shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I just I've, I think we've done a pretty... Without talking ourselves, I think we've done a pretty good job. I'm not sure how much... From the uh, actual show side of things, I don't think there's much of a change. Probably would have done more video content from the start. I think... That's something we never really took full advantage of. It's a lot of extra work. Well, yeah, there's that. There's only so many hours in the day. It would have been nice to have done, but it's also neither here nor there for me. I, but yeah, like largely, I mean, I've definitely learned things about some microphone technique, as stupid as that sounds. Not saying um every six seconds. Yeah. That, you know, that was something that was difficult to um get through my um, head. The, uh, uh yeah, uh, but no, I was really proud of the boys. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so extended edition. Here we've got the the, uh, the email. So first off, oh, this is really long, but I'll read it. It's not that long. First off, thank you all so much for the free hours of banter. Free, not three. Mm-hmm. Entertainment and many laughs. Yours, Dando. Your in Dando's brackets. Hard work and dedication. Super appreciated. And I'm so pumped about the recognition and popularity you guys have gained in recent times. Mitch works hard too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I appreciate your effort, Dan. No? <laughs> uh, well, look, no, that's fine. I'm like a wicket keeper. You, you best, best there when the hard work you're doing is not noticed. I'm an Aussie expat who's lived abroad for many years, travelling way across the globe and four-finger discount Which has broad? been... Doesn't say yet. Hey, hey. It says aboard here. Dad jokes. I have to fix it. We've officially entered dad joke territory. Has been playing down my ear holes an entire time. It's been a comforting and familiar weekly ritual, keeping my Australia Australian accent touched up and my fondness for my homeland and home city of Melbourne alive. It's amazing how universal The Simpsons is and how it teaches on how it reaches so many. Many are backpackers. Just recently, I was on one of Jupiter's moons and was Were you really bumped into was uh, bumped into an alien from Sector Six. Stopped by a ring. Quoted um, something at me. <laughs> okay. 
story went nowhere. You stopped by a ring through me. When Jupiter doesn't have a ring. Jupiter has rings. Saturn has oh, rings. Saturn has rings, you fucking idiot. Dickhead. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm trying to read the sentence. Many a backpacker's icebreaker, awkward Tinder dates and team meetings have started with Simpsons quotes and have secured a bond for that moment on. Two simple words. Legrill. No one's ever had a bond on a Tinder date. Not like a secure one. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I think people, a Tinder date? I think people have lost deposit bonds over Tinder dates. <laughs> It's about as close as you've come. And say the words LaGrill, and suddenly everyone is on board for a good time. Instant connection. Starting to listen to this podcast was just supposed to be a nostalgia trip, reliving memories of sitting in front of the TV, 6pm nightly, dinner disappearing mindlessly as my entire family giggled along with a similar family's antics. However, after three years plus, I've developed an emotional investment in the pair of you. Is that just the time it took to write the email? Yes. I feel such a strong connection to any of Mitch's My Two Cents stories and gave an out loud awe at the first news of Elliot. It's easy to see why Four Finger Discount has become a steady favourite to look forward to each week. And we may get to meet at the trivia. Ah, what's this guy's name? This guy, it says M. So, oh, Emily Volmer is oh. her name. Well, it's a very feminine name for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that'll be excellent. Emily, I can't wait to meet yep. all you guys. We look forward to meeting you and to any other fans that do pop along to the trivia. Yeah. If fans are going, come up to us and come early. Let's have well, a... come up to us, but try to get, try to like get a table. I want a table of fans. Yeah, I want a little cool. section that I can kind of barrack for, and we'll make you front and center mm. and give you the answers. Yeah, <laughs> show <laughs> we'll you the flat sheets. out cheat. <laughs> I don't care. Your question sheet will have the answers pre-written on them. <laughs> <laughs> You're just there for the ticket. An invisible link. So if you want, oh my god, imagine that we give out trivia sheets, and as long as you come with a lemon and a hairdryer, <laughs> you'll be set. Uh, don't forget also it's not just trivia it's live podcast and a live performance once again from our man Bo it's mm. going to be a great night some tickets still available mm. May 30th at the Spot of Mallard which in is Melbourne. a Thursday I believe it's a Thursday this time not a Wednesday jump onto Mosh Ticks just search Simpsons you'll find it or it's the pin post at the top of our page the event's there as well just yeah if you're listening to the show and you've got nothing else to do on May 30th mm-hmm. come check it out it's going to be a great night yep uh, we will have a beer with patrons either before or after the show pending Times. Yeah. Door Prize is a PS2 with Simpsons Hit and Run. Shit, yes, That's it gonna be is. fucking awesome. What do you have to do to win a door prize, Dando? Just, just come through the door. Just arrive. Just be there. Yeah. You have to just buy a ticket, enjoy the night, and just for enjoying the night, you might win yourself a PS2 with Simpsons Hit and Run. Yep. That's a better prize than cash, right? It's a maybe not. <laughs> it depends on how much cash. Yes. <laughs> also got, like, It's a better prize than twenty bucks. Yeah, we've got plenty of prizes to give away. Simpsons uh, banners, Simpsons wall flags, the entire set of the Simpsons pop vinyls, including the unreleased Simpsons uh, Homer in Moo Moo pop vinyl that's not even available yeah, in stores yet. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yes, it cannot exclusive. Wait. Yes, exclusive for that for the winners. Also, each person on the team of the winning team, actually no, each person of the team who sings the loudest for Bodes gets a copy of Can I Borrow a Feeling on cassette tape. Mm-hmm. That will be judged by us and possibly Bodes. Best dress gets my firstborn. You can never get anything. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> your next, if your firstborn dog? Child. Child. Should it come? It's yours. You give him Murphy. No. Never happening? No, Dad. No, 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 no. no He's no. much more important than my firstborn. No, child. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, May 30th at the Spot of Mallard. Would love to see all of you there for a drink and some Simpsons good times. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Das Bus. Another great one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Go yeah. banana. That's another one of those episodes that I didn't realize was so late as well. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was. Well, I thought it was eight. To be fair. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another fantastic episode. Cannot wait for that. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? Na 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 na. Leader. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
your face when you do it. Oh, man. See you guys. Shh.